Monday afternoon. Yeah, I do mean good Monday afternoon. What the heck? As opposed to, hey, bad day. Hope your day's really crummy. Hope it's going along poorly. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't, I don't want anybody to have a bad day. It's unfortunate that occasionally you do, but uh, that's what happens. Stuff happens. I totally get it. So how the heck are you? I'm Mike Hayes. I'm your Monday afternoon guy. Then there's uh, Dave, your afternoon guy. Then there's Rick, your afternoon guy. Then there's Ken. Then there's Mike, the other Mike. Yep, and uh, so we're back around to it. I'm Mike Hayes, here this afternoon for an hour or so. Rick Solom is here. you got a little sunburn going on your face. You spent some time. Although I saw, because I was in Michigan, and uh, occasionally they talk about the weather and where it comes from, and a bunch of the rain and stuff that we had came or straight across the state from, they said, from, from the other side of Michigan, across the lake, Chicago, South Dakota, so right from La Crosse, Wisconsin, came all this crummy weather, lightning and thunder and stuff. Did you, did you have any of that stuff? But it was awesome out. When was this weather? Oh, like last? No, no. They, I, it, oh. it, it was rainy and crummy and horrible over the weekend. Where? In Michigan. Oh, in Michigan. But the weather it was guy, awesome here. The weather guy in Michigan said it rained. Yeah. Huh. Did it rain in La Crosse? None. Well, I was in West Salem all day Saturday, and it didn't rain a drop. Yeah, all day. Never even, I don't even think it sprinkled. It, it, it looked like it might. It might have just sprinkled maybe for like a minute. But no, it never, it was awesome out all day, and hence the summer. Well, cool. All right, then, once again, weather people from other states get it wrong. I mean, I looked at the weather app, too, because we're playing tournaments just about every weekend, and I'm always like, okay, is it going to, because it sucks if it rains, and you're playing volleyball in the rain, it's not fun. And it's always, there's always like a 70% chance of rain on, on this app, on yeah. like a weather channel app, and it's, and has it rained? It hasn't rained since like last Tuesday, really. I, I. Weatherman, best job to have, I guess. Yeah, you're, I suppose you're right. Lacrosse Talk PM, News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Online at WIZMnews.com. Tom P., I don't know what you're talking about. The wrong mic, Mike. There are only two microphones plugged in. Okay. Rick's and mine. This one's mine. And over there is Rick's. And that's, uh, that's all I got. So, just keep that in mind. I don't know what else. So, what do you want to talk about this afternoon? We had uh, we had a pretty interesting conversation, and I'm trying to set up further conversation later this week with people who would have more specific insights into into uh, whether or not uh, tariffs are going to be a painful thing for Americans or Mexicans or both, or neither, you know, I don't know. I do, I don't know. I know that Americans, for the most part, argue that they want it both ways. Americans want cheap stuff. They want to be able to go to the store and buy stuff for no, for hardly any money. If it's expensive, that's robbery. Oh, but I, I need more money. You need to pay me more money. Because I work really hard. I work way harder than all those other people. 
Uh, so I, I deserve a larger salary, which you should give me because you are a multi-bajillionaire and that's just selfish and rude. You shouldn't, that should be illegal. You have so much money, you should be in jail, say some people. And so the government should take your money and distribute it to people like me who need more money. Well, if is it time? Yeah. Yeah. It's the, uh, Unless you didn't want it. Are you no, going to be rude? Then well, I turned I it off. before, and I was like, I wonder if you turn it off when I call. But, uh, so, like, if there were, like, high taxes on someone that made, what, what's the, what's the, the 10 million? Yeah. You're making a number. Right? Big, you know. And then, let's say, what is it, 70% tax on anything you make over $10 million. Like, at some point with that person, if he owns, like, a big company, go, okay, well, I'm sick of paying the taxes on this $10 million. I'm going to redistribute this to my workers or to my, you know, down down the line, take Maybe. that $10 million. And then all of a sudden, everyone's making more money at this company, and then more people are going to want to buy stuff from that company because they would get good PR, and that company would probably make more stuff, therefore could hire more. Like, wouldn't it just be, like, wouldn't that be the trickle-down? Like well, that would be the miracle of you've worked. Imagine that you've worked hard all your life, and you have uh, you and your family. Maybe you uh, worked for your dad or your uncle, or you, you took over the business and you grew it and grew it and grew it, and now it is humongous, and you make a ton of money. And what do you want to do with that money? Do you want to? It's up to you. And if those workers wanted to, or if that, if that wealthy business owner wanted to do that, that would be awesome. Absolutely, I'm 100% in favor of that. What I am not in favor of is the government deciding you are going to do this. You are going to be awesome well, because gonna, we're going to do it. How many people out there are, like, out of the goodness of their own heart just going to... I see it. Because I mean, oh, at some I, point, like... Yes, no, no. You misunderstand. I... I I don't see it every day by any means because those kinds of stories come around at Christmas when the blah, the president of the blah, blah gave everybody in his company a $5,000 raise because the company got this gigantic contract and Merry Christmas. Yeah. Stuff like that happens not all the time, but it happens. But that's because the owner of that company is extremely comfortable knowing that if he gives away the house today, the company will still be in business and we'll still be selling stuff, and it won't be tariffed or taxed out of its underpants, and I'll be able to rebuild that money and maybe do it again someday. And the idea that we need to put tariffs on stuff from China, Mexico too, right? Like the, the, the whole idea is because they have, you know, the trade is unbalanced. But if the if we we took the subject matter of the Chinese people working over there, the Chinese aren't making enough money, right? Because they make pennies on it to, to our dollars. Not all of them, you know. but uh, some of them. You know, well, the, yeah, those sure. worker bees. I mean, like the Foxconn, this is Taiwan, but like the Foxconn factory over there, it's a campus. You can only leave certain days. There's suicide nets out the windows, and the right. conditions aren't great, you know, and yeah. they don't make any money. And, right. Like you can only drink on whatever, and if you come back to campus. Yeah, what's your point? Well, that's, I mean, if that was the if that was the fight over the tariffs, like, hey, we're putting tariffs on you until you start paying your workers, that would be that would be an interesting way to go about that. But yeah, but that's where you can't do that. You can't be saying, hey, we're America. You guys in in Taiwan, you guys in China, you know, you guys got to pay your workers more money. Well, or wouldn't that be a thing, though, to fight that's, over? Hey, that's, maybe start paying your slave workers. No, no, that's that's yeah, God that's. Forbid we do that. Well, that's it's terrible. it's inappropriate. 
<laughs> you can't. You can't even tell me. Well, I live across the street you? from you. Don't be telling me what color light bulb to put in my in my street light. And well, we're we're just neighbors. Well, that's now you're going to tell you're going to call somebody in in well, China and say you're spending too much money. You you are putting too much pollution in the air. You have to stop doing that. You, do that you have to stop that. Well, you should stop. And that. now we're the world's police workers. Now we are making but sure that we already in other places. Well, Why are we in, in other places? in other ways? Don't we have like sure. five hundred military bases all over the the world? Like yeah. more military well, bases. Well, a lot of them. A lot. Of, we've got a lot of military. We have a lot of everything that no one else on the planet has. Right. So right. you can't. You know what you're saying? Hey, how come America does and uh, and France doesn't? Because in comparison, France doesn't have diddly squat. Compared to the rest of the world, nobody has anything. Well, that's because we spend ten times more than the next countries combined on military. That's right, because we have biggest military. Because we're all over the planet taking care of people. If we pulled in, you just said we shouldn't tell China to stop having slave labor. That's you're absolutely right. You can't tell. And we should take up that cause if we're going to take up a cause. Okay. All right. (laughs) I got it. Speaking of cause. To the newsroom. I'll go do the news. Right after this. Little at a time. Just a little at a time. Lacrosse Talk PM. On News Talk 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Online at com. I'm Mike Hayes. In with Rick Solon. In fact, Rick, uh, Rick said out loud what I was thinking just before the break. You know... We should we should open the phones and let people call and take sides. Who do you agree with? You or me? I don't know. Who do you agree with? Me or Rick? Seven eight five seven nine one four the phone number. Always curious to know what you're thinking. Uh, for instance, our people poll question. Oh, and was it Joe that had called earlier? I'm sorry, I I uh, I didn't see the phone blink. But otherwise, I would have got to. So if you're still out there and you want to talk to me about tariffs, call back. And uh, I promise I'll get to you ASAP. In the meantime, who do you think uh, is going to be hurt more by uh, the Mexican the tariffs? It is interesting that in the United States, because uh, uh, some uh, politicians and, uh, and those that they represent started having a bird before anybody knew anything about the president's plan and about the real impact of tariffs. But you see that after people in the United States calmed down a little bit, that uh, government officials in Mexico are coming to meet with the president. I heard a really interesting, because they don't want him to go through with his, uh, his 25% tariff increase. That would be very painful for everybody involved, but mostly for Mexicans in the long run. Because we already have more than they do to start with. So, it would be more painful for Mexicans in the long run. They're going to come here to try and get the president to stop. I heard a really interesting scenario. Was it? I think I heard it this morning. Uh, some guys talking with uh, Jim Bohannon about uh, a, a mentality called the mad madman mentality, mad men mentality. You ever heard of that, Rick? Is that like the TV show Mad Men? Uh, well, I never saw the TV show. It had nothing to do with that. No, it had nothing to do with that. 
That would be the Kennedy. Uh, uh, <laughs> that would be what. It, no, it, this was. Uh, and be, apparently, it was I wasn't old enough to pay attention, uh, but uh, uh, Lyndon Johnson apparently used this particular tactic, and they mentioned a couple of other presidents from a long, long, long time ago that used this particular tactic to scare uh, other government officials, leaders from other countries and so forth, into thinking that, you know, this guy is just crazy enough to actually do that. Uh, and uh, Johnson had lots of uh, uh, political leaders from other countries concerned that he was actually going to do what he said. I got to believe that there are leaders from around the world that think that crazy Donald Trump would actually do it. He'll pull the string and drop that bomb, push the button and light something up. He'll raise those tariffs because he means it. And he, it, 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 <laughs> wow, here's the scenario. Just like Losey Boulevard, the speed limit was not dropped from 40 to 25 to get you to go 25. It was to get you to stop going 50. That's all. So if he, and, and if he'd have said, we're going to raise the tariff quarterly by 10% until we get to 80% tariff, you'd have said, oh, he's never going to do that. But 25% is a doable number. That's a reachable Number. He could actually do that. Tom P., I don't know what else I can do. I could put this microphone down inside my mouth. Uh, Rick's microphone is not even on. I am plugged into the same microphone that Mark Meyer uses every single morning, and there is nothing. I don't know what else to do, buddy. I, uh, I don't know what else to do. I am standing, not standing in the corner, and I'm not standing away from Rick. And uh, so I don't know what to tell you, dude. I just don't know what to tell you. Okay, so stop, because <laughs> there's nothing I can do. Uh, so where were we? Oh, yeah, the uh, 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 whether or not President Trump is crazy by design, does that make sense? That he's actually doing this kind of stuff because he wants to scare other leaders into thinking that he might do, he might actually do it? Pull the trigger. Make it time for one phone call, Rick. Where should we go? Uh, two. Bob, or Joe, two. Two. Joe's on two. Joe, hey, good afternoon. Thanks for calling back. What's up? Hey, I was just going to say, like, we don't really have a trade deficit problem. We have a problem with everybody switching the uh, labor over to China, Mexico, places like that, you know, to reap the best profits. It's not like a trade issue. Uh, what, what, uh, what kind of an issue is it? Well, the problem is is that we incentivize CEOs for the last 20 years to move all the jobs overseas to maximize profit in the name of paying, you know, Chinese workers less. And if you see what the trend is now with American companies, it's not to go to China, it's not to go to Mexico, it's to go to India. So we're starting all over there with bottom-dollar labor prices until they get until they want a better standard of living, then we'll move on to the next place. But the issue is we have no choice now but to acquire Mexico. Just like we did New Mexico, just like we did California, Arizona, we have no choice. We have to acquire Mexico. 
Okay, I'm just waiting for you to start laughing because that's ridiculous. You Why is that ridiculous? How did we get all those other southern states like Texas, New Mexico, Nevada? Those all came from, sure. okay. you know, South America. You are. We have to do that in order to be, in order to straighten out what we've done with Mexico, with NAFTA. We've completely built them up, paid for all their industry, got them better standards of living, basically turned them into our 51st state, but yet we don't control them. We don't write taxes off them. We need to acquire Mexico. We're going to end up having a war with China and Iran and Russia. There's no doubt about that. We're in war with them. But right now what we need to do is focus on acquiring Mexico. And is there a way to do that without going to war with Mexico? Um, I guess I'm sure if they figure out, there's probably a way. Will that happen? I don't know. Well, I, either I, way, I would bet. either way, we have to acquire Mexico. That has okay, to be okay. part of the United States now. All right, all right. I appreciate that. Uh, anybody that's listening can see a way to do that without going to war. I have the foggiest idea. Uh, Joe wants the United States to absorb, to acquire, to uh, to uh, annex Mexico and make Mexico the 51st state. Seriously. I mean, he's dead serious. Anybody else heard that, talked about that, thought about that? I need to hear from you. Call me. I'm not sure. Did you have conversation at some point in the recent past about being tased? Because there's a conversation. Is he having that conversation with you? Well, I didn't respond to it. But, yeah, oh. I mean, there was a news story today about a, oh, oh. a big guy getting tased. A big, okay, the 250-pound you know, guy got, who got tased, then he got tased right below the, the belt. Yeah, you know. and, of course, when you get tased below the belt in that particular area, you are most likely willing to do whatever the taser says. Right. And that's what happened. I wouldn't even need to tase You know, he got tased downstairs, yeah. and then so he complied. And that's what I said, and I oh. don't know why that's... A, yeah. Well, of well, course he complied. Are you kidding? Yeah, I don't, All I you'd have to do is point the taser at my stuff, and I'd be doing whatever you want. I didn't say it like I was surprised he complied. I was like, no. and then he complied. You yeah, know, of I course got. he complied. Are you kidding? He must have misunderstood you. Because nobody, not even that 250-pound... Meth addict. I think you can motivate a lot of people with threatening. Oh baby. You know, like we're not not going to uh, we're not going to have the death penalty anymore. We're just going to you know slice that off. (laughs) Just like that's the thing that's going to happen. Yeah. No, I guess death penalty would be too much because I can death penalty and then you're in life in prison anyway. So yeah, really. Yeah. Yeah. um, That's true, Phil. I'm not sure. Mexicans who come here illegally don't want to become U.S. citizens. Have you decided that? I, that's, uh, that's hyperbole that uh, I'm not prepared to, uh, to accept. A lot of them aren't Mexican either, right? They're coming from below South America. Right. The, the, the illegal immigration problem that we have right now is not Mexicans. It's Guatemalans and Hondurans and uh, uh, South Americans. Yeah, they're fleeing those countries because of Venezuelans. The yeah, not Mexico. They're enduring there. Right, it's right. Better off. They're they're better off running away from there. That's how bad it is there. Like it's got to be. Like think about like it's probably hard to imagine. Like oh, it is so bad here. Imagine if it was so bad in the cross that you would walk just, all the way to San Francisco. Yeah, like to save to save your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Phil, you got it wrong. Too. 
And I think all those people, or many of those people, who come here from Venezuela fearing, fearing uh, being killed, would love to be U.S. citizens if that would uh, offer them protection. Because I'm pretty sure that those Venezuelans and those Hondurans and those, uh, those folks don't have the foggiest idea what, uh, what the U.S. taxes are. None of those people are saying, and, and imagine their accent, because I don't want to do it and do it poorly. Uh, I, I just want to come here and live illegally. I don't want to come here and become a citizen and have to pay your taxes. No, I just want to live in a cardboard box under a bridge with my family for the rest of my life. That's my dream, said nobody ever. Come on. When people, when, when people come here, you know, they're, they're, they're coming here, they're probably not like, they're probably, first of all, they probably don't speak the language very well. And then there's so many that they're not going to get the help, you know, and there's not enough help to give them the proper, hey, this is what, this is the process. And then they're probably scared out of their minds when they get here that they're going to get shipped back to the of course. place that they were. I'd so. be scared to death, too. Uh, this is Absolutely. Three. Absolutely. Pardon me? Number three's off. Uh, number three. Let's go see what's, what's on his mind. Number three, what's on your mind, buddy? Well, I was just wondering if you two guys could help me out. Probably My not. coffee pot don't work anymore. Yeah. And I was wondering if you could tell me where I could go buy one made in America. I, I don't know. Well, I've been to Wally World, Shopco, Farm and Fleet. Tomorrow, my wife's taking coffee. me to Target and Kohl's. All right. Now, I would, I would start with a higher end. Uh, well, the trouble is, the last time I was up at Kohl's, I looked at one for $195. Yeah. It was still made in China. Where are you getting uh, the coffee? Literally, the coffee. We don't My wife. Coffee. We don't make coffee here. Well, no. So either way, you're, you're, it doesn't matter. I quit drinking, so I don't need American beer anymore. But here's the problem, Mike. Before you come up in Eau Claire and Chippewa, there's a great big place by the name of Presto. They made coffee pots, toasters, binders, you name it. Yeah. They went out of business. They shipped all their work over to China. That was the start of it. Now... An old American like me can't even find a coffee pot made in the USA. I'm willing to pay five dollars more for a coffee pot. Yeah, well, that wouldn't made happen. in the USA, no, and I can't no. find one. Number three, you're right. You'll never find. You go to go to a Walmart or any any box store and get a price on a coffee pot. You will never find an American-made coffee pot of the approximate same size for only well, five. I think five. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm not going to let you interrupt me like you interrupt everybody else. I'm going to finish this. You America is a commercial one for a restaurant, okay? And I'm not about to buy one of them. I don't need a hundred cups. I went down to Wetstein's and wanted to buy a TV made in America. The guy laughed at me. He says, you're living from back in the 60s yet. So there's another business that went over across the pond. There's a lot. created our old problems. All right, hey, thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, you, next time you call, turn up your hearing aids so that you and I can actually have a conversation as opposed to you just talking and not listening. And, uh, you know, I would love to have a conversation where you talk and ask a question, then I answer it, and then I ask a question, and then you answer it, you know, back and forth. That would be awesome because just you and your soapbox, it's real boring after a while, buddy. And I really like what you have to say. However, I will respond because I turned it down in the middle there. You will never find a coffee pot made in America that is only $5 more 
than anybody else's coffee pot. Whether it's a Mr. Coffee or a Cuisinart or whoever's coffee pot it is. If it's made in America, it's going to be more expensive, period. And that isn't a problem if you are a stockholder in the Cuisinart coffee machine company. That's the issue. That Everybody yells and screams about the, the salary of the CEO. He didn't pick that number. He didn't appoint himself and then give himself that salary. Only politicians do that. Workers, like CEOs, are given that salary from the board of directors who are pleased to be able to turn to their stockholders and say, our company, our coffee pot company, just made a huge profit. You are all going to get a giant dividend check. I'm on. Thank you. Thank you very much. On this website, beanground.com. Coffee makers made in USA, not made in China. So not only are they made in the USA, the headline, they're made in the USA and and not, not made in China. China. That's interesting. Uh, Velocity Brew, Bun Speed Brew. Oh, bun, Buns are made in America? Bun Coffee? B-U-N-N. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think the ones we have in this building are buns. Um, Aerobi Aeropress, Aerobi Aeropress, Coleman Camping Coffee Maker. Are you writing the, well, there's, an, there's a name you even recognize. Number three, Coleman. You could get a Coleman coffee pot made in America. You're not shopping very well. The bun. You've got to go to, go to a, 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 you know, a camp store. Go to Cabela's to buy your coffee pot. Uh, bun coffee makers, only certain ones are made in Creston, Iowa, you know, a certain model. You didn't sure. Google it. Um, Chemex, yep. Aerobi, yeah. that's just like a little handmade one. Coleman, sure. you know, that's like a little camping one, too. Sure, sure. And the, the, the companies that I'm interested in doing business with are the ones that can figure out a way to pay their workers a reasonable salary, to make a product that everybody wants to buy, that everybody's clamoring to have one, and pay the, and grow. Uh, yeah. Made in China is because China's paying their workers a dollar an hour. Yes, I understand that. But that, but, but the quality of that coffee pot, that bun coffee maker made in Cresco, Iowa, and that coffee maker made in China for 19 cents are not comparable. Oh, yeah. Except, My dad's the king of it's probably made in China. Yeah. You know, like when he's well, buying parts for the tractor or whatever, right. he's trying to and avoid if, the. If you go to the store thinking, I have to buy a coffee maker. It's going to be the cheapest piece of junk ever because I don't care. Then you're mad because you can't find one made in America, or do you want to buy one coffee maker ever for the rest of your life, and you buy a really good one once? But sometimes that works the other way, right? Like back in the day, I remember like Toyota cars would run forever, and they'd rust out, but they would run for 250,000 miles. Sure. And you'd buy an a, a American-made car, and you'd not buy well. one every 100,000 miles, cause sure. you know, or you'd yeah. be fixing it forever. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it kind of works. It's kind of funny how it works both ways, but, like, yeah, I mean, you get the cheap Chinese car, but then, uh, the you know, the fancy Japanese car, you know. Like I, so, oh, well, you know, that, certain things we don't make so well over here. Sure, right? oh, yeah. Well, TVs, I think, probably, we probably don't make the greatest TVs. I don't know. What, what, what's the American-made TV car? Yeah, I can't remember. I can see the label. It's two words. Um, um, I want to say Matthew Prentice, but that's not it. Matthias Prentice something. There's a TV that used to be made in America. Right. I, I don't know who's manipulating the exchange rate. Last time I looked, it was 10 to 1, dollars versus pesos. Element. That's made in America. 
element. There you go. Number not three. Agree, not agree. Number three, Rick just did all your work for you, buddy. He just did all your work for you. He found a coffee maker. He found several coffee makers made in America. Oh, you know. Because <laughs> you need a little calm in your life. Neil Young. His Harvest album many, many years ago. I'm Mike Hayes with Rick Solom this afternoon talking talking quality of goods and, uh, well, sort of, kind of, sort of, uh, tariffs. Right, Josh, I can't disagree. China equals cheap. Japan equals quality. In some some categories, you're, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Uh, and, and that's the thing. Honestly, I am convinced in my heart of hearts, and if you disagree with me, please call so we can discuss it. I am convinced that people that want to buy stuff inexpensively don't care about the quality. They're going to say, look, that shirt is on sale for 4 bucks." Yeah, but did it used to be 54 bucks and now it's on sale for 4 bucks, Or are, is it always 4 bucks? And you're willing to buy a shirt that only costs 4 bucks, as opposed to somebody else who wants to spend 54 bucks. I've, I'm, I'm, I've told the story before. I bought a pair of shorts because the ones I was wearing ripped, and I was three days into a 10-day vacation. I needed another pair of shorts. I spent $60, $65 on a pair of shorts, and it hurt. It was painful for me to do that. On the other hand, I had that pair of shorts for 12 years. And I wore them all the time, every summer. I, no way a, a pair of shorts, uh, any other shorts of mine lasted 12 years. I still have two pair of shorts I inherited from my dad. So he had them for how many years? Granted, they're very nice, very high quality. I'm sure back in the day they were super expensive. Not my, not, and, and there they are. They still, you can still wear them. Because they still hold a crease, as my dad would say. There you can, if they'll still hold a crease, then you got a little more life. Let's let's go to the phones. Who did you tell me was on one? Pete, Pete, Pete. Let's go to the phones. Pete. Good afternoon, buddy. You're on the air, bud. Oh man, that is funny, man. Uh, you're cracking me up over here. Well, I'm glad yeah, I can do that. Yeah, <laughs> hey, uh, I gotta tell you. Um, uh, the one fellow that came on and said uh, the Mexicans uh, come over the border and then they take their money home. They do. And the reason I say that is because I work with them, okay? And I, I know a lot of people down in uh, Abilene around uh, uh, Brownwood and, and uh, Coleman, uh, San Angelo, uh, you know, Central Texas. We all work with wetbacks once or twice, you know, in our lives. And, and they, uh, you know, they don't speak very good English, but they take their money back to Mexico, and then they come back and work, you know, when when the season's right for them. That's how they do. Uh, nothing wrong with that. I don't have a problem with it. You know, you got to have them around to work. Uh, <laughs> it's hot. It's tough work. So bring them on over, and if they get Social Security, fine, because they're paying into the system. Another thing, uh, you were saying that uh, there's world leaders that are scared of Donald Trump uh, uh, uh Pushing the button, well, that ain't never going to happen in a million years. And this deal with Iran over there, that's all Israel wanting uh, to uh, extend their hegemony through the Middle East, in my opinion. 
uh, Iran hasn't checked this country. Iran hasn't checked anybody. And uh, they put sanctions on them, but they went ahead and sold their oil to China. So if they get into it with Iran over there, it's not going to be pretty. And if it was me, uh, I'd just stay as far away from that one as I can, you know. But no sense in getting American troops killed for uh, uh, Israel or anybody else over there. All right. Hey, thanks very much for uh, for your call. Glad I got you on here, Pete. Uh, you did a good job. couple minutes. Right back. Lacrosse Talk, PM. News Talk, 1410, AM, 92.3 FM, online at com, And uh, I'm Mike Ace with Rick Solom in the studio this afternoon. Hope everything's going well for you. A couple of minutes to go. Let's, uh, let's go over here. Eric, hey, good afternoon. Glad we could sneak you in here. What's on your mind, buddy? Yeah, I want to talk about this China and these uh, imports and stuff like that. Sure. I understand that, uh, and I know as a matter of fact, that uh, anywhere you go in a country, I don't care if it's a big box store or a small box store, most of the stuff you buy there is made in China. You can buy American-made products, but you pay more for it because it's quality stuff. That's not to say the Chinese stuff is not quality, but that lasts as long as American stuff. Now, number three is right, though, but uh, he's right most of the time, actually. He is right, period. But anyway... I agree with President Trump. These tariffs must be levied on these people because if we keep having this trade deficit year after year after year after year, hundreds of billions of dollars, they're going to bankrupt us. And look how far we're in debt already. This stuff has got to stop. We have to stop them. They have, they have to play it, pay it fair like we try to play it fair. That's happened to be the way it is. And by the way, if anybody attacked Israel like Iran is telling before me, this guy is a big-time blip, man. Israel will just wipe them off the map before they Israel got wiped off the map. Anyway, thanks a lot. Bye. <laughs> well, we got a lot covered there, didn't we? A uh, couple of minutes before 6 o'clock to get all of our business taken care of. you want to take one more call? What do you think? Kind of, we get time for one more. Yeah, we do. I get time for okay. one more. Todd. Let's go to the phones. Todd. Hey, Todd, you're on the air, bud. What's on your mind? I just got a real quick question. Not Eric, but the caller before the break. Did did he say wetback? I believe he did, yes. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't having a seizure or something and heard wrong. All right, cool. I just Thanks for bringing it up again. That was awesome of you. Not cool, but okay. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't cool at all. But I was just kind of hoping that it would brush along and not be made a big deal of. Dork. Well, there's two ways to go about that, right? Like, we just, like, okay, we could ignore it, we could hang up on him, or we could be like, hey, Pete, guess what? Don't say calm that down. word. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> going to calm down a little bit. Well, he's on a roll. Uh, uh, it's an interesting conversation, and a lot of people who disagree with uh, at least somebody disagrees with almost all of our callers today. Oh, and by the way, number three, Rick did not have a chance to mention, but every single thing you mentioned, he found an American manufacturer for. Coffee pots, television set. Coffee per se, though. Well, coffee. Yeah, we don't. Coffee beans. I'm not sure coffee is grown. Right. 
in uh, in the United States because they don't have the kind of weather. So if you're like going out of your way to find an American-made coffee machine because you want it American-made, you're still buying Mexican coffee. You're well, you're probably you're buying coffee. a good. Yeah, I was going to say if you're buying good coffee, it's South American. Canadian hey, coffee. Hey, that was fun. Canadian? No, that's <laughs> don't even get me started. Six o'clock. W I.